afternoon. Um, some of you might be wondering why this guy walks so funny. Um, a couple weeks ago, I got into an accident. My car was totaled. And then last week, I pulled my back. And so um, that's why. Okay. Otherwise, usually I'm normal. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really a, a, a blessing to be here. Um, uh, to share God's word. Um, but before I begin, I, I, there are a couple things I do want to share. Um, uh, about a month ago, if you noticed, we had a joint service um, uh, with, with our Latino friends. Uh, and we had, you know, I mean, it was a blessed, blessed time. Um, so I want to thank you for inviting us to be, uh, to be, to experience oneness in, in the Lord. Um, and uh, as you might have guessed, um, I used to be a pastor at Doamza, uh, but now I'm actually the pastor of the Hispanic Church. Um, it's uh, it's God's mystery, God's humorous mystery, because I don't speak Spanish. Uh, but I've been at it for about you know over two years, and we're doing great. Um, uh, I, I love them, and I don't know why they they, they love me, and, and we're growing together in, in the Lord. Uh, I do know that you guys are going through a, a new chapter. Uh, Pastor Sam um, uh, you know, left to do other things. Um, uh, but I know that um, uh, God is in control, right? Uh, this is God's church. Um, you don't have to build this church. God, God will do it. All you have to do is be available uh, and be willing to be obedient, and God will take care of things, okay? Um, and, and also be assured that you have several pastors and, and many other people praying for you. So when people are praying, uh, you can't go wrong, right? Or, or you can, but it's very difficult to go wrong, right? And so uh, I just want to uh, s- start with that, okay? And it is an honor to be here to share sharing God's word. Um, uh, and what I want to share is something that has changed my life, um, and I hope that it will do the same for you as well. Please join me in prayer as we before you start. Father God, we just thank you so much. Um, we know that you are, you are a God, and you're the reason why we are here. Thank you, Lord, for our time of praise. What a great gift this is, that we're able to uh, feel uh, being in your presence through praise. And we thank you for the people whom, to whom you have given the gift of praise to lead us. And, and we also thank you for, uh, for your word. And as we get ready to dwell in your word, we pray that you'll be with us as well. May your Holy Spirit be the teacher and speak to us what we need to hear. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, the, the word that I want to share with you today um, is uh, John 21, uh, verses 15 through 17. It's a very, very familiar passage for many of us. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is the word of the Lord. It says, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to uh, Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my my sheep. Um, So... I love the book of John. It's one of my favorite books in the Bible. 
Um, and it's, it has uh, so many what I call interesting mysteries. Uh, and especially chapter 21 is, is just full of it. Uh, when I say mysteries, I'm not talking about things like UFOs and, and things like that. But something really, really uh, makes you go, huh? What? What does that mean? Uh, type of kind of you know, mystery. It makes you wonder, right? And to give an example, we know that the background of this passage is where uh, the Jesus you know, died, he rose, and he appeared to the disciples several times. But every time they recognize him, he disappears, and the disciples were together wondering what to do. And not knowing what to do, they decided to go fishing. And they go out fishing, they fish all night long. That means several hours. Fish all night long, and they caught nothing. But then, as the sun comes up, uh, they see a man on the beach. And he says, hey, did you catch anything? And he says, they say, no. And they say, throw your net to the right side, and you will catch a whole bunch of fish. Now, you may not think so, but this is a mystery. All night long, uh, several hours they've been fishing. Do you think they only threw the net to the left side of the boat? You know, or the front? But they they neglected to throw it to the right side? Of course not, right? But then Jesus said, throw it to the right, uh, and you will catch. And, and, I mean, that's kind of funny. But the mystery is they obeyed without even knowing who this guy is, right? And, 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 and guys like Peter, who's a professional fisherman, listen, listening to this mystery man on the beach, and they actually throw the net. And they actually catch so many fish, right? And they're having a hard time. And then one of them recognized Jesus. What, is that Jesus? And, and then Peter uh, goes where he jumps into the water, but... It says, before he jumped into the water, he put on his clothes. Right? Isn't that kind of funny? You, don't people usually take off your clothes when you go, jump into the water? But he puts it on, and he jumps into the water. Okay? Now, I don't want to deal with this, because this is something that you have to, to read, and, and because I don't have time you know, here. I, would, I was given a certain amount of time. So just, just to say that there's a lot of mysteries uh, uh, in this chapter alone, but the whole book of uh, well, actually, the Bible, okay? But, um, but once we realize some of those curiosities or mysteries, uh, we can't help but to be blessed, right? And, and that's one of the things that I want to share with you. So out of these three verses, I want to share just three things. What are these when Jesus said, do you truly love me more than these? So what are these that Jesus is talking about is one. And the second question uh, that I want to talk about is, um, why did Jesus ask three times? You know? uh, uh, and the third thing is Jesus' response to Peter's response, which is kind of, I mean, all these things are kind of uh, uh, interesting, to say the least. So the first thing is, what are these that Jesus is talking about? Now, of course, uh, Jesus is at the beach. Um, uh, he actually made breakfast for them. Uh, and then... After breakfast, Jesus says, do you truly love me more than these? But I know that Jesus, being who he is, I don't think he said it like this. Hey, Peter, do you love me more than these? That's not the way he said it, because, you know, that's kind of mean, right? When he talks, but he probably, he was much more friendly, and he used hand gesture, and he probably said, do you truly love me more than these? 
Now the question is, where did his hand go? Right? Did, it, did it point to, a, there's a good boat, there's a good net, catch a lot of fish, but did not break. So it's a good net. And there were 153 fishes. Well, maybe they ate two of them, and so maybe 151. Okay, I mean, big fishes. And, and so did Jesus point his hand to, do you love me more than these? You know, uh, telling people, uh, to, you know, do you love me more than these things? Because if you think about it, to Peter, who's a fisherman, there's nothing more valuable than a good boat and a good net and lots of fishes. Right? So, he, so was Jesus asking, do you love me more than these things? Or did Jesus, his hand go a little bit upward and point it to other disciples? Which means that, do you love me more than you love these disciples? Or do you love me more than these disciples love me? Right? And there's a, it's kind of a mystery. Right? It's an interesting mystery. So where did the hand go? And then I thought about this, and because I know Jesus probably did not say, do you love me more than these? You know? I mean, that's kind of weird. Um, and, and this is a time when I wish back then somebody invented video cameras. You know, so we could see exactly. And me being a pastor, I want to teach the truth the right way. So it's important for me to know where was his hand? Right? Is it down here? Was it over there? And then, so, you know, what all pastors do when they're, uh, when they're not sure of things, you pray. So I pray, God, Jesus, what, 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 where did you put your finger? Where did, you, where did your hand go? And I prayed and I prayed. And, and after about a day or so, he gave me an answer. He said, what's the difference? And then I said, okay, that makes sense. Because, you know, some things in the Bible, when things are not clear, there's a reason why it's not clear. I mean, it's not that important, right? Jesus here is basically asking, how much do you love me? Do you really love me more than anything or anyone? But if we know, if we know that Jesus is pointing to the things, then we, being a human being, uh, very clever human beings, we will come up, oh, we're not supposed to love things more than Jesus, but it's okay to love people. You know, we would always come up with loopholes to avoid keeping the commandments, right? And we do that with tax laws too, right? right? Or if we know that Jesus pointed to the disciples, then we would get the idea, oh, we're not supposed to love other people more than Jesus, but it's okay to love things like my dear computer and uh, an iPod or a nice car, uh, or that basketball-looking uh, purse, that, which I've never seen before, right? So things, and we, 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 we rationalize and say, oh, uh, it's okay to do this, right? So when God said, what's the difference? It makes perfect sense to me. Because we are called to love God, love Jesus, more than people and more than things, right? Anything, right? I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah, so that, that was an easy one. Yeah. So, and then it came to the second thing, which was a little bit more uh, difficult. And, I, and, and where Jesus asked Peter three times, do you love me? Right? And um, for a long time, as I've heard, that Jesus asked three times because Peter denied three times. You've heard that before? And that makes sense. But it doesn't make sense. 
It, is, it sounds good, but it has a theological problem. Because we know that when we confess, when we repent before God, he does not remember our sins. He promises that. It's not that he can't remember, he chooses to not remember. But if Jesus asked Peter three times because Peter denied him three times, it means he remembers. Right? So it can't be, that can't be right. There's got to be other reason. So I thought of what, what, what other reasons could there be? And then um, uh, some of you know that I'm not a you know, really normal pastor, so I think about a lot of weird things. So I said, hmm, maybe Jesus somehow got insecure. Right, because he has all these experiences. He, he doesn't want to remember, but he feels insecure. Oh, he betrayed me. And, then, and Judas betrayed him. And so he feels, oh, I need to be assured. So he is asking over and over again. Could that be? And I said, no. I mean, if, if, I, was, if, 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 if I was it, I, I would think that but Jesus is not only a man, but he's also a son of God. So he, he can't have insecurity. So then what would it be? And then I thought, mm, maybe this resurrection business it's a powerful stuff. You know what I mean? Bang, radiation. And, and it's so powerful. Something happened. And, and it hit him so hard that uh, if something happened to his brain, he just can't remember things. Right? And, and, and so he's asking over and over again. Right? Is that possible? Or maybe, maybe Jesus is kind of playing with Peter. He's trying to rub it in. Right? Because, you know, one of the things that Peter don't do very well, just like, many men don't do very well, is to say, I'm sorry. Peter never had the opportunity to say, I'm sorry to, to Jesus yet. So Jesus is thinking, Peter, you got something to say to me? I know you do. Come on, come on, come on. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Right? I mean, this is what we do to each other sometimes. So is, is, could that be a reason? And then all these, all these things, that, no, it can't be. Maybe for other human beings, yes, but for Jesus, I mean, after all, he's, he's God. He, can't, he, can't, he doesn't do these things. He's not the kind of God that I know. So why would Jesus ask multiple times? And then I realized that Jesus was not asking for himself. He was asking for Peter's sake. Because when Jesus was asking, do you love me more than these, uh, Peter really had no idea what he was talking about. I'll give you an example. Um, so I know some of you are married. Uh, I, I'm, I'm married. I've been married, this will be 38 years. That's a long time. Same, same person, right? Uh, and, and so, uh, but you know, sometimes uh, my wife asks me this question. Once in a while she says, Ron, do you love me? I say, that's a dumb question. What kind of question is that? Of course I love you. You know, we're married. And then a little later, she said, Ron, do you love me? I said, stop asking this. You know, we, I told you we're married. You know, I, I love you. I bring you the, the paycheck. I buy you flowers. I pay for the meal. I mean, wh what more do you want? And then she said, do you really love me? And then after a while, I began to think, hmm, what did I do wrong? Mm, what, what does she want? Okay? And, and I began to think. Because, now, by, by the way, this is nothing with the sermon, but ladies, please, please don't ask that kind of question to your husbands. 
right? It's, it's, it's a bad question, right? As, as you know they're there with you, that means they love you, okay? They don't have to, they don't have to say it, but guys used to say it more often, so, okay? But anyway, when Jesus asked, do you love me more than these the first time, Peter asked, it was an automatic answer. He didn't have to think about it, of course, right? And then when he asked the second time, I said, yes, yes, of course, you know, you know, I love you. I've been following you around all this time, of course. And then the Bible tells us that when Jesus asked the third time, Peter was hurt because Jesus asked more than once. It's almost like, you don't believe me? Or he's thinking, why are you asking me? Right? So he begins to think about what it is that Jesus is asking. And, and we do the same thing, right? Sometimes even when Jesus asks us this question, I think many of us will automatically, without thinking, say, of course, Lord, we love you, right? And no, no, I mean, of course, right? If Jesus comes and asks us today, and I thought about this, is it, is it Ron, do you love me? Like, yes, of course. And I, I come to church every Sunday. Ron, do you love me? Oh, yes. You know, I don't just come. I, I prepare messages and I, I preach. Do you love me? And how would other people say, yes. You know, I don't come to church empty-handed. I give offerings. I give money. Do you love me? And that's when we start thinking about, why is he asking me the same question over and over again? Because I think too often we would say things with just automatic answers without really thinking about what it really means. And so when Jesus is asking Peter multiple times, it's not to make up for the three denials because Jesus had already forgotten about it. Right? But he's asking to help Peter understand what it means to love Jesus. And I think that's something that today we all need to think about. Because every Christian we were so easy to say, oh, I love God. I love Jesus. He's my Lord. We say all these things, and yet I wonder whether we really know what that means. Right? Um, how do we love Jesus? If you love Jesus, right? if, if I ask you right here, do you love Jesus? How many of you say no? Well, that's a dumb question because why, why would you be here, right? Uh, but how do you love Jesus? What is the best way we know that we love Jesus? Right? Most people, most people love Jesus uh, or, or, or love God through their worship, through their praise, through if you love God, we pray more. If you love God, we, we read the Bible more. Isn't that true? Right? Isn't that how we show God that we love him? Isn't that how we show that we love him? But notice that that is not what Jesus says. That is not the way he wants to be loved. Because after Jesus asked Peter, do you love, truly love me more than these? Or do you love me? Uh, his response is, feed my lambs. Take care of my sheep. Feed my sheep. Now usually when uh, my wife or somebody asks us, do you, like, do, uh, do you like me? Do you trust me? We know they have something in mind. Right? And I think Jesus does too. Do you love me? And Jesus said, oh, if you love me, then do these things. But we want to love God through our worship, through our praise, 
through reading the scripture, and through our prayers. And then I, I began to think, hmm, why, I mean, as, as a believer, we know the importance of uh, worship. We know the importance of prayer. We know the importance of reading the scripture. We know the importance, importance of, you know, uh, worshiping. We, right? We know that. But why did Jesus not mention these things? So that, that uh, made me think. And then I realized, hmm, maybe we've been loving Jesus or we've been loving God selfishly. And give another example. Uh, some of you know that I love meat, right? A meal without meat is not a meal, right? You have to have meat. Uh, and I used to say when I was younger uh, that when a waitress comes and do you want salad? And I looked at, look at her and I, I literally, I said, I don't eat food that my food eats. <laughs> right? That means no. And then as I got older, I got wiser. And, and when, when people ask me, and I say, no, my food already ate it. So I don't need to. Right? So, so I love meat. Um, so on, I think it was like uh, 30th anniversary or, or something, you know, I, I can't remember exactly. Um, I love loving my wife. I took her to a nice restaurant, very expensive restaurant, right? And actually, Ruth Chris, right? I mean, they're very nice. And I say, honey, today's it's, it's a special day. Money's not a problem. You order anything you want. And I'll buy, no, I mean, I'm not going to give you a hard time because you're worth it, right? And, and she looks at the menu. She looks at the menu, and she says, there's nothing for me to eat here. And I say, what? How can that be? You know, and there's Porterhouse, there's Ville Mignon, there's New York, and, and you, there's even pork chops and stuff. And she said, but Ron, you know, I don't like meat. My wife doesn't like meat. She likes veggies and fruits, right? But we're a good combo. You know, when we go to restaurants, uh, she has the meat part, I take that, and my veggies, I give it to her, and we finish everything, right? So we, we, we complement each other really well. But then, uh, if I, I love my wife the way I wanted to love my wife, because I love meat, I took her to a steakhouse. Right? But she says, there's nothing for me to eat here. Now, if I was focused on her, where should I have gone? Soup plantation, right? First time I took her to soup plantation, her eyes went, oh my gosh. You know, and I looked at it and I said, oh my gosh, there's nothing for me to eat here. But, I would sacrifice because I love my wife, right? Because it's her day. I want to make her feel good. But in the same way, in the same way, I wonder when we say we love God, we are loving God selfishly. We are loving God the way I want to love and not the way he's asking us to love. Right? And when we love God selfishly, that's not real love. Just like when we love each other selfishly, that's not real love. That's selfish love, right? 
How often do we love God selfishly? Now, listen very carefully. Here, Jesus has, uh, mentions nothing about worship or praise or prayer or reading the scripture. But we know that they're important. Why would Jesus not, not mention these things? Right? I mean, I've been pre as a pastor, I've been preaching the importance of these things. But here, Jesus says nothing. And so, of course, when you don't know what to do, you pray. You pray. And then I realized something. Worship, prayer, praise, or studying the scripture is not what we do to love God. Listen carefully. No, no, let me take that back. These are things that we do because we love God. But these are not things that God wants to be shown that he's loved. Does that make sense? So, worship and praise, I think there's a different way that we need to understand. We don't do these things because we love God. We do these things because we need to live. Let me give you an example. Uh, gentleman with a with a cap. Uh, if I ask you, what do you do for a living? You you work in social media marketing. Okay, well, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, uh, Eliza, what do you do for a living? His wife. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you're his wife. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you do for a living? You work in an operation. Okay, uh, cool. So if that's what you do for a living, well, I just want to say, on Sunday at church, you all lied. I asked you, what do you do for a living? The real answer, right, real answer is, I breathe, right? If you don't breathe, you die. Or you eat. If you don't eat, you die. Or or, you know, you go to the bathroom. If you don't go to the bathroom, you die. So the real answer is I breathe, I eat, or I go to the bathroom. Right? So, uh, operator, if you stop operating, are you going to die? No. no. Then you lied. I asked you, what do you do for a living? And you lied to me in church to a pastor. Right? And Elijah, I said, what do you do for a living? And said, you're his wife. So if you, are, you, you, you become not his wife, are you going to die? Well, maybe you, maybe you love him so much, yeah, yeah, right? And 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 my my friend who works in social media, if you don't do that, if you change your job, you're gonna die. No, of course not, right? But when somebody asks, "What do you do for a living?" you know what that means, and you gave me the answer that's more appropriate answer. But in reality, they're not real answers. They're not true answers, is it? And in the same way, when Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And he said, feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep. He doesn't talk about worship or prayer and, and reading the scripture because they're so basic elementary things, he should not have to talk about it. Right? How many of us, when, when, when our loved ones, maybe our, our, our parents, if you're single, or, or your spouse, and say, uh, do you love me? How, how much do you love me? He said, oh, I love you so much, I breathe. 
I'm trying to make sure I don't miss my breathing. Right? Or if I ask you this question and one of you just answered me, I breathe, we will look at him and say, you know, and, and give him the eye and, and say, you know, and some say some other stuff, right? Because even though that is the right answer, it's, it, it's so basic and elementary. Everybody knows that, so we don't mention it. And I think this is the way we have to understand our worship and our prayer and reading the scripture and, 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 and the, 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 the things that we do that we claim to love God to do. It's almost like God saying, do you love me? And say, oh, yes, God, I love you so much. I'm, I'm worshiping. It's, that's almost the same thing, telling our parents, I, I love you, Mom, so much. I'm, I'm, I'm breathing. I'm eating well. Does it make sense? It's, it's ludicrous. It's stupid. But how often do we say the same thing to God? God says, hey, you want to go on a mission? Somebody, you ask, hey, let's go and, and serve the homeless. And, but you say, oh, no, 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 I don't do that stuff. I just want to love God. I just want to praise the Lord. Hey, man. And because that's what I do to love God. Thinking that those are just elementary stuff. That's what we do to live. Right? If we don't do those things, you will die. If we don't eat, we don't breathe, you might not die right at the moment that you will die. If we do not worship, if we do not pray, if we do not praise, we do not read the scripture, we will die spiritually. Look at all the people who are burnt out, who's, who's tired, who have no energy to serve God. And the first thing I ask is, do you worship? And I don't mean just coming to a worship service. That's just like going to a movie, right? You don't, you don't get, you know, that's not worship. But the question, are you worshiping? Are you praying? Are you reading the scripture? Because if you don't do these things, your spiritual life will die, right? And that's the way I think we need to understand about worship and praise. You know, we do, from our point of view, we do it because we love God. But that is not the way God wants to be shown. If we love God, truly love God, then we have to do, love him the way he wants to be loved. And he says, feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, and feed my sheep. And each of these things, we could elaborate so much more, but simply put, it's feed them. You know, feed them. Um, and I, I would say physically or spiritually, whatever it takes. Take care of each other. You see a need, you, you take care of them. You see somebody hurting, you go help them. You see somebody lonely, go, big, go be their friend. Another word, bless my sheep is what Jesus is saying. His sheep, not our sheep, his sheep. If you love me, says, good. Love me by blessing each other, by loving each other, taking care of each other, meeting each other's needs. If they're hungry, feed them. Physically, spiritually, whatever it takes. That's what Jesus is asking. True church, my friends, true church does not only claim to love God, but they do love God. In the way 
that he wants to be loved. God so loved the world. God so loved the world. Right? He didn't say, God so loved my people. He came to die for the whole world. We, are, we ought to love and bless everyone that we see. really loving people because God loves them. True church loves God by loving each other in the church as well as outside the church. Now the question, again, I think Jesus asked this question even today. Do you love me more than these? Do you love God? How much do you love God? How do you love God? How do you show that you love God? And, you know, as, 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 as I get older, you know, one of the things that, that happens when you get older is you be, become very blunt. If your love for God is limited to coming to worship service, just singing praise, and just reading the scripture, I want to tell you that's not enough. That's your selfish love. How do you love God? What are you willing to do to show God that you love him? When we ask the question, when, when Jesus asked the question, and of course, just like Peter, our answer will be yes, Lord. Or we want to say yes, Lord. We do. You know all things. You know we love you. I don't think Jesus' answer will change. His answer will still be the same. Feed my lambs. Take care of my sheep. Feed my sheep. So I want to encourage you, my young brothers and sisters. Build God's church. Um, build God's church to become a true church. Real church. A church that God said, that, that's my boys. That's my girls. Love, loving God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. And then showing that love by loving each other. You know, because that's, what God, that's how God wants to be loved. You know, loving our neighbors as much Christ wants to love them. We become his hands, his feet, his mouthpiece, whatever it takes. Learn to practice. I know you do well here. But oftentimes there's maybe someone always who gets missed out. So keep an eye out and love each other really. And then take that out into the world. May the power of God be with you. Answer the Lord's question, Jesus' question. Do you love me more than these? As you join him in building his church through the love he has given you. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we just come before you with great thanksgiving. We thank you because you are a God. We thank you because you have chosen us. We thank you because you love us, even when we lack. But Lord, we hear the question, do we love you? We know that our answer is yes. But Lord, help us so that we will answer the, that question with our lives with our actions, by loving and blessing 
and taking care of each other. Lord, help us truly to know what it means to be your children and your servants. Lord, I thank you for these brothers and sisters. I bless this church Lord, in, in, in your name. Lord, I pray that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you will build this church with your faithful people who love you and who love others. And Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to share your word. And if there's anything that was shared that is wrong or erroneous or a fault, Father, I pray that those things will be erased, forgotten from the minds of everyone. But help us only to remember what we need to know. May your Holy Spirit continue to speak to us in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.